Fishing Radio. I am your host, Charles Levi, joined by, as always, one Mr. Peppy Vidal. What's up? How you guys going? I hope everybody's doing fine. I'm here. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a Monday night. You know, it's one of those things I already told you, Chuck, about me. I feel like I got raped. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it yeah. up, brother. I'm, my stomach still hurts for you, bro. Yeah, I told Chuck if you and none of, nobody knows about this, but I feel like I just I, I have to dish out out of pocket over five thousand dollars in taxes. So, <laughs> so don't feel bad for me, okay? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Ow! That's, that's not that's not the, that's not the way you want to start off the week. Oh, yep. <laughs> that's 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 horrible. Uh on a yep. lighter note. Oh, well, life goes on, man. Hey, kids are good. Family's good. So what? Keep on trucking. <laughs> Amen. Amen, brother. Absolutely. When everybody's healthy and everything else is good. Yeah, there you go. Um, That's great. On a, light, on a lighter note, we both uh, were able to get out and do a little bit of fishing this past week and uh, weekend. Uh, we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. we got a couple things going on here in the next couple of uh, weeks. want to share with everybody, if you are, uh, if you don't know, this upcoming weekend is the um, boondoggle, 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 boondoggle. So for any of you who are going to the boondoggle up in, uh, was it South Georgia? Forgive me. I I don't remember the name of the place, but uh, up there in South Georgia, you can always go to yakangler.com backslash boondoggle, find out all the information you need to find out about boondoggles. Should be a good time had by all as always. I mean, this is, this is kind of one of those, Let's bring it back to reality boondoggles where we're not, you know, the guys aren't going to put on a huge production. It's more of, excuse me, more or less come as you are kind of a thing. Um, Should be a great time. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make make it up there to that one because the following weekend, we will be down in Flamingo uh, fishing the Adventure Fishing World Championship. So looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, that's going to be good stuff. This weekend... Coincidentally, we do have uh, some really cool festivities going on locally um, over in Apopka. The great city of Apopka is putting on, once again, the old Florida Outdoor Festival. So for any of you guys that are listening to the podcast or listening here live tonight, you're from the Central Florida area, or maybe you're just, you know, maybe about a couple hour drive away, you may want to make it over to this thing. It's it's always a good show. Last year was a lot of fun. The year before was, was, was a great time, too, and um, they got... Well, they got a couple country music concerts going on, don't they? Uh, Saturday night and Sunday night, I think. Yeah, they had not Friday night. They have a concert, and then uh, Saturday night they have another concert. Just the way it works. Friday and Saturday nights. It gets. It's really good concerts. I mean, it's a really good venue. Um, I forgot who the the bands are this time, but I know they're well known bands. I've just forgot the names of them right now. But but they put on a great show, and I mean, it's a great outing. It really is. I mean, it's. I've taken the family out there. I've taken the kids out there and done the whole concert thing with the kids and everything like that. And it's open. They have a ball because you sit out there. They have the stadium seating that you pay extra for those, or you could do the general admission, which is the grass area and stuff like that. And everybody, pretty much the party's on the grass. That's where everybody's at with your your launch chair, with your launch chair. Yeah, it's awesome. It really is. I think it's, uh, if I remember correctly, I think it's the Eli Young Band is one of the bands that are going to be there. Yes. Yep, that's I, one of the bands, and then the other one I forgot who it is, but that's a great band. Dude, I love the Eli Young band, man. Those guys are great. Um, and uh, not only that, but you come out during the daytime, and there's all kinds of activities going on. I mean, they got uh, shooting demonstrations, like literally, like shooting demonstrations. Um, they've got uh, duck calling and turkey calling and 
I think they have the uh, the dock dogs there again, and uh, you know they, there's going to be uh, fishing seminars to be had, kayak fishing seminars to be had, put on by uh, Alex Gritschke and some other folks. And then uh, you know we'll have a booth over there. Uh, KBB Outfitters will have a little booth set up, just kind of you know showing off a few kayaks, from, you know, from the guys who are uh, affiliated with the shop there, and then. Uh, you know, just have a good time. It's it's going to be good. There's always like food trucks or something like that going on. Lots of vendors. So uh, yeah, and it's pretty cheap. It's not that expensive to yeah. get into it. So sort of like uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, it's ten or fourteen dollars to get in or something. I forgot what it is. Something like that. But yeah, I mean, just like you're saying, the venues. Just so everybody knows, you're thinking about your kids. There's going to be a lot of stuff for kids. There's going to be a bunch of bounce houses and stuff for the kids to do playing whole bunch of stuff they also have which i'm not sure chuck you probably know more than me about this but last year there was kids hooked on fishing or something like that but they have a whole setup there for kids to teach them to get the, the kids lessons on casting all kinds of stuff there i don't know if they're there again this year which i imagine they are um yeah they are good yeah, friends with chapman yeah, I think that they're. I think they are going to be doing something there. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm looking at their website now. So uh, concerts. Let's see, real quick. We'll do the rundown real fast because I'm really excited about this event, man. Not because we got a booth there, but it's just it's always just a great time. So uh, yeah. So Saturday, they don't have a actually they don't have a concert on Friday. The concert's Saturday okay. and Sunday this year. And, oh, okay, dude, so they changed it this time. Yeah, and it's it's uh, the Eli Young Band will be uh, taking the stage. It looks like at six o'clock, and uh, six o'clock at night, of course. And then uh, opening act is Good Lucky Penny, which I haven't heard of them, but that's pretty cool. Uh, the Greg Warren Band is the uh, is the second act to go on there. And then, dude, uh, then of course the Eli Young Band, and then Sunday's uh, Craig Morgan, which dude, I, yeah, that guy's go. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yep. come on, dude. Craig what Morgan. What time does he go on? What time on Sunday? Uh, Sunday opening act starts at 1 o'clock. Okay, so it's an early. They changed it up this year. Usually last year they had it on Friday and then Saturday. I guess this year they changed it up. They want people there on Sundays, I imagine. So that's a good yeah. idea. That was good Good of them to do that. Heck, yeah. And uh, for those of you that, that might not, not might not listen to a lot of country music, you have to know Redneck Yacht Club. Like, that's just like a staple, right? I mean, so yeah. Craig Morgan will be hitting the stage uh, sometime after 1 o'clock. He's got... The Alex Hayes Band, who's an opening act for him, the second act will be Jill's Cashbox. And then the headliner, of course, as I said before, is Craig Morgan. So that's cool. Um, what else is going on? Let's see. We got a decoy it, contest. It, it, Go ahead. Yeah. If you all don't know, okay, this is – this. I just want to – if you all don't know, if nobody knows that trick shooting, okay, the, 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 the stuff over there, the, the shooting demonstrations are going to be doing um, – the guys that are going to be doing that stuff, I mean, they are amazing. Those are, they're professionals. These guys are professional with the shotguns, professional with the pistols, everything. And I mean, these guys. One of them is Larry Carter's grandson. He is he's he's on the Beretta National USA team, whatever it is. And I mean, I mean, talk about amazing shooting. You guys, if you go out there and watch these people shoot, you will be in awe with the type of shooting those guys do. I mean, I, I mean. You know, I hunt, Chuck, and I've been hunting my whole life and shooting guns and all kinds of stuff and everything. And I sit there and I watch these guys and I just sit there going, oh, my God, how did, how did, how did you do that? You know? <laughs> but, yeah, it's not... yeah, that's one of the things to see. So uh, what else? They have, they have a, uh, they have a cook-off, um, some kind of a cook-off going on. Let's see what that's all about. But, chili um, Is it a chili cook-off? Yeah, it's a chili cook-off, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, yep. Cool. Chili cook-off? Yeah. No, 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 barbecue. It's a barbecue cook-off. It is a barbecue. Okay, it's a yeah, barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The Florida Barbecue Association, uh, Sunny's Barbecue Local Pitmasters, uh, offering over $25,000 in cash prizes. Um, cool. So barbecue, they got a, they'll have a barbecue contest. they got all kinds of seminars, stuff like that. Like I say, it's going to be... It's going to be pretty awesome, man. It's a, it's always a good time yep. to be had out there, like I say. And, and if you're looking for something to do with the family and, you know, you just want to take a little break from getting out there on the water, uh, you can do that too. And I guess there is a chili cook-off there as well. So, But the barbecue yeah. cook-off, and I guess, is the big, the big draw. Which nobody probably knows, 
if you could come out on Sunday and support our boy Alan Ryland, come out and support our boy Alan Ryland if you can. He is going to compete in the duck calling contest. So. Quack, 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 quack. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably driving Jennifer crazy with that with that duck call right now because I'm sure he already started practicing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great event for sure, and like I say, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Steve Chapman's in the chat room there from uh, Fishing Florida Radio, and, and he says that there's casting instructions and bungee uh, power bungee, laser tag, air rifle, all kinds of stuff. So uh, should be pretty cool. Should be pretty cool. Um, there you go. Zip line. What else? Barbecue. Yeah. Helicopter tours. Yeah. And yeah. as always, tours. And, it, and as always, if you come in, and you're saying Steve Chapman, you got to come by the booth and see the three amigos. Three amigos yeah. are going to be there. Absolutely. You got to stop by and check out uh, Steve and the guys. I mean, it's. They usually have some fun stuff to give away and whatnot. I don't know. I don't know if I'm throwing them underneath the, uh, the bus there. <laughs> no, he said, and we have 80 pounds of DOA plastics. So, no, they got plenty oh. of DOA plastics to give away. So, there you go. Um, very, very cool. Listen, we're going to hit a real quick break. When we get back from the break, we're going to take a couple callers. we got some callers on the line here. And uh, We'll uh, talk more about well. We'll talk more about what's going on and what we did this past weekend. I had a, uh, I know Peppy laughed at me when I told him what I was going to go do, but uh, it was it was quite exciting, believe it or not, to go catch quote unquote bait fish. So uh, we'll talk about that. We'll we'll talk to Peppy about uh, his successful weekend on the water and uh, with uh, with Wade and Randy when we get back. And uh, yeah, there you go. So. Um, Thank you very much for joining us again on a Monday night here on Kayak Fishing Radio. Give me the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish and the perfect fly rod yeah. and get ready for some magic. Oh, awesome Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. Sorry about that, folks. I was out trying to screen calls. Uh, so, Peppy, man, why don't you uh, why don't you talk a little bit about what you did this past week? Yeah, um, on the. Yesterday, on Saturday, I didn't do it. Saturday, I had to hang out with the family and everything. Diane was on call, so Saturday, pretty much, it was one of those days at home here, and, and all I really did was work on the boat, not on the kayak, on the flats boat, and stay here at home with the kids. But Sunday, I got out with, uh, with Wade and Randy English. We got out on, we went to Mosquito Lagoon. And uh, pretty much uh, we were debating on where, where we were going to go because of the wind. You know, it's a south wind. We didn't, we weren't sure where we were going to do, what we were going to, where we going. And last second, around nine o'clock at night, we decided, all right, this is where we're going. We're launching at six 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 o'clock in the morning. We're meeting and 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 going out. Sure enough, it was foggy as foggy as could be on yesterday morning, and went out into the lagoon. It was it was really calm. Um, and we paddled maybe we did not go far. We paddled maybe maybe quarter mile from where we launched and immediately got into the fish. Started finding fish. I mean schools of redfish. And trout too. And and we just got into the fish. I mean it was one of those mornings that we just got into the fish from the very we hardly moved the whole day. We didn't we didn't have to go far. I mean we just pretty much hung out in the same area all day long, just finding schools laid up of fish, you know, in, in different areas. And the only thing is, I'll tell you, they were picky. You know, they were they were very picky fish. We did pick off quite quite a few reds and some nice big trouts too. But um, they were picky. I, I was using I, my my bait of choice was a Slayer STB smoking mullet, and that's what I was using. That's what the trout and reds were hitting on that thing. But 
I mean, you literally had to put it in their face in order for them to, 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 to take it. I mean, that's, that's how tough it was. And, of course, it was good early on, and then as the morning moved on, our, uh, our friendly guides and flashboats moved in, <laughs> and it was all over. <laughs> yeah. They moved in, and it was all over. <laughs> that, was, that was the most politically correct way of saying that you got run over <laughs> that I think I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. It was, I mean, oh, my gosh. It was just crazy. It, it, it was one, you know, you know, Chuck, it was one of those weekends that the weather just, it got good. You know what I mean? It's one of these type of weathers in February. We don't get the type of weather we got this weekend. I mean, it was right. that nice, and and every every I think everybody that owned the boat was out there yesterday. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you what. It, it, it's it today was one of those days where when I when I dropped the kids off at school, I uh, my my lovely mother-in-law had had agreed to watch the boys after school so that I can go out for a little while, and uh, I was driving past the river. And I'm looking over my shoulder, and I'm like, man, it's it was flat, calm. And I was like, mm, no. what? I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I driving? Why am I making a left-hand turn when I should be making a right-hand turn? Why am I going to water, which has no sodium? Uh, <laughs> but, but it, you know, and then, and then uh, it dawned on me that I know why I'm going, because shatter awesome. That's why I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. I know. People can laugh at me if you want to. Call them bait, whatever. Steve Chapman had been talking to me about Shad forever, and so has Tammy. And uh, and and let me tell you something. Those things spit acid. No. <laughs> that's an inside joke. You guys wouldn't understand. But um, So let's back up real quick. I was, I was going to run through my day real fast, and we'll talk about some upcoming things, uh, some, some fishing reports to look forward to for this week. But um, so Sunday we head out early. I had to be at work at, at noon. So we head out early, crazy, crazy fog. Couldn't see 20 feet in front of us. And, uh, I never, I've never put a kayak in the St. John's river before. So it was a first for me. So I'm following Tammy. Alan's following Tammy and we're out there trying to, uh, to, you know, I guess just see what this is all about. And as we're kind of cruising around, uh, uh, I guess we realized pretty quickly that Tammy got lost in the, in the, in the fog as well. So we were kind of like doing circles a few times to figure out where we needed to go. And it was like the blind leading the blind for a second. Um, when we got to the spot, we saw one of our good friends, Mr. Captain Tom Van Horn. He, he had pulled up and, uh, you know, we started chit-chatting with him or whatever. We got a bunch of photos taken and, and took some photos, and it was just, man, it was awesome. And so uh, we get set up. I'm still trying to figure this whole shad thing out. I'm asking stupid questions like I've never caught a fish in my entire life. Tammy's laughing at me. She's like, it's a fish. Reel it in. Like, I'm asking her, all right, so when they hit, you know, how do they hit? Do they pick it up hard? Do they just kind of pick it up? Do they, do they smack it? You know, do they have soft mouths? Should I back my drag off? Because I've never caught one. I had no clue, you know. And uh, she's like, it's a fish, Chuck. Just just catch it. Like, just reel it in. It's not a big deal. So, all right. So, I, pe- I, I was off my kayak. And I was standing on the bank. And Tom Van Horn said, you know, jump back in the boat and come over here real quick. I want to get a picture, which I don't know. Some of you guys may have seen a picture Tom Van Horn took of me, which was pretty awesome. Um and uh, so we snapped a picture real quick. I threw a jig over the side of the boat while I was paddling around, and I, I caught a or hooked a shad, my first ever. And it uh, jumped. I heard it jump. I saw it just, like land in the water, and then he came came off. So I was kind of bummed. We walk over, or I, I get back over to the bank, and Alan's hooked up, and uh, he's got a decent fish on, and brings it up, and it was pretty cool, man. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie, the way these things jump. And the way that they kind of burn some drag, like a couple times, they don't, it's not a long run. There's short spurts of, of drag pulling, but man, on four pound mono on a little 1000 size reel and a crappie rod, that is a lot of fun. I mean, it really is. 
And so uh, the day kind of progressed along. You know, we caught a few here, caught a few there. And then uh, uh, a couple of crappie were caught, um, which were nice, you know, some specks. And then uh, I got a, a tilapia to uh, swim past my jig. Apparently, as I was jigging it, I snagged him in the tail. So that was awesome. <laughs> that, was, that was, yeah, that was an exciting fight for about, you know, two minutes or so because, you know, I was trying to pull him backwards. And, uh, hey, you foul hook him, man. It makes it even tougher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know what, one time I was in the lagoon, and we were fishing reds. We were all, man, we were just on them. And I foul-hooked a big row mullet. <laughs> and that thing pulled drag. I was like, yes, you know, fish on, Alan, that kind of thing. Turns out to be a stinking row mullet. I was so bummed. But uh, I, saw, I saw Wade in the chat room had said something about um, – Something about the shad. The one thing he remembers about shad is they stink. Dude, you are not kidding. That oh. fish smells to high heaven. It's got. It's just got this 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 very distinct odor to it. But let me tell you what. Um, it, and they spit acid. So they. Uh, it was. It. It was one of those. It was one of those things where, you know, most of us have come from different walks of life as far as fishing is concerned. Um, we've. You know, I've got a lot of experience in catching uh, offshore game fish as, as well as the in, inside stuff. Um, but it was definitely something I can see myself wanting to do when they're here because it's, it's just completely different than fishing in the river. It, it, it's just I mean, in the Indian River. And the idea of targeting a fish that, that migrates down here that's not here all year round is pretty cool to me. I mean, it's almost like the poor man's salmon run or something like that, you know, because we don't get any really cool species that, that do that down here for the most part, except for like cobia and stuff. But we have, you know, local cobia resident fish that live on the wrecks and reefs offshore. So, you know, it was, uh, it was good times. In fact, it was such good times. I went back out there again today. And uh, yesterday uh, I brought the fly rod with me, hoping to get my first one on fly. I hooked one on fly and he jumped and spit the fly. So I did not land one yesterday on fly today different story uh went straight back to the same spot that uh tammy took me to and had a good time put a through through a fly tied up yesterday at the shop um got one on fly he was a decent fish he wasn't very big um i guess maybe probably to the fork maybe about 17 inches to the fork of the tail and then uh picked up a few more on jigs and then went back over to uh, a spot where I had watched a guy catch a really nice speckled perch on the way out and uh, try to jig around for some specks, but it just wasn't to be. So, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know, man, it's different. It, it, it's something that I've, I've just never done before. And, you know, they, they are a lot of fun to catch. They really are. It, as stupid as it sounds, <laughs> for something that you feel like you should be throwing a cast net on, it, they they really are a lot of fun. So uh, I'll tell you, I could see taking one of those shad, though, throwing it in a cooler, heading over to the no-motor zone, and staking that bastard out and throwing him out there on the flat and watching the redfish swim to it, as oily and stinky as they are. I bet you they, I bet you those redfish would crush a chunk of shad. Um, and it would probably hold up better than ladyfish, I'd imagine. But I don't know. So, the yeah, whatever. So the gear... I'll, say, I'll I, take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. The gear I used uh, for this, which was, you know, again, it's it's four-pound monofilament tied straight to a little jig, a little shad jig, a little crappie jig. Um, they seem to like uh, pink and, and chartreuse, those two different colors. They seem to like that pretty well. Um, and then uh, on the fly side of things, I don't know, I tied a, a little fly using some gold tubing and, and a little bit of chartreuse marabou and some lead eyes. And they like that pretty good. So, you know, it was, it's interesting. It's funny because when you pull up to these spots, it's like, you know, typically when you, when we fish, we don't want to be near anybody. Right. But you pull up to like an area where the shatter running through and it's, it's literally like watching guys work a trout stream or working for like salmon or something. There's, there'll be 15 dudes standing along the shoreline, all in waders and, it's the craziest thing you've ever seen because you've got, yeah, because you've got guys that are in like Maverick flats boats and Hell's Bays and, and, and East Capes and, 
And you're just like, why? <laughs> you know, you got all, you got these $50,000 flat spots and you're, you're, you're fly fishing for shad. But then you hook one and then you realize, oh, that's why. Cause they're, they're pretty cool. I mean, they, they, whatever. It was neat. You know, uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the, the lack of, of the lack of salt in the water kind of freaks me out a little bit. I don't think I'm not, I'm not quite used to watching cows walk past where I fish. Um, you know, Oh, I got a good story for you too. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm at the spot and I'm, I'm down a ways from everybody else. And as I'm standing there, I'm, I'm casting, you know, throwing a fly and I hear the telltale sign of a baby alligator croaking. And I'm like, well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, know? mama's around. Yeah, and there's tall grass behind me, you know, just real tall grass behind me. You can't see into it. And she, and this little thing is just giving it all it's got, you know, just getting it, you know. And I'm like, oh, all right. So here I am, like a sucker, fishing for ditch fish when I should be on the lagoon catching reds. And I'm going to get eaten by Mama Alligator for being too close to your baby. So I, I pretty much hightailed it as quick as I could back to my kayak and, and got out of do- and got out of dodge. But uh, no, it was it was it was it was definitely pretty interesting. And uh, you know, I'm, we're we're sitting. Yeah, exactly. We were talking about that yesterday too. Um, when you're standing along the bank of the St. Johns River, you can't help but feel like a wildebeest in like Africa waiting for a giant croc or giant gator to come out and just snatch you and take you in. You know, it just, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's got that feeling to it, man. It's just, I don't know. And then it's like, it's like busted down cow fences everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, because I, I just, I can't wrap my mind around the fact that there, we're in the middle of cow country, apparently. And, and I'm, I'm asking T- Tammy if there's velociraptors that are being kept behind these fences and stuff. It was, it was weird, man. Whatever. We've seen some ducks. Alan got excited when he saw some ducks. I guess they were, what do they call them, Florida mallards or whatever? Oh, yeah, some some model ducks, yeah. Model model ducks. I asked Alan yep. uh, if you can eat them, if they're good. He said, yeah, they're good. Yep. And I was like, all right, I guess you're only allowed to shoot one of those, huh? Yep, only one. Yeah, yep. see? They're good eating. See, and I learned. I learned. I learned a little bit about duck hunting while I went out and I just shad fish, which was cool. Um, no, but all in all, man, all in all, it was a good time. We had a great time. It was. It was fun. It's always fun to try something different, and uh, you know, it's it's nice to spend some time on the water with good friends and you know have a few laughs and you know catch bait fish. Yeah. So, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to this week, man, we got a warming trend coming in, which, uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm happy about, or if I'm, if I'm kind of bummed because I really like it when it's cold out, man. And I, I think that the fishing is better, um, when it's a little chilly, it's got that little chill in the air. We're supposed to be in the eighties, I think all week. So, um, I don't know what it's going to do. I, I, it could get those fish really on the feed early. By about, I would say by about midweek, maybe that water temperature will rise a few degrees and get those fish kind of moving around a little bit earlier. I know that a lot of folks got out and saw lots of fish this week and this past weekend and didn't catch very many. One of my neighbors came out and uh, uh, he went out and fished uh, in this flats boat, but nonetheless, he found a giant school of black drum and a giant school of redfish and only got one black drum out of the out of the two groups. So, you know, there's, there's, people, some people are still getting turned down on occasion, but uh, it's, it's been pretty good overall. Tammy and, uh, and Vicki Saley went out. They did really, really good. Um, Tammy got a Grand Slam, and uh, consisting of a trout, redfish, tarpon, and a snook. And uh, Vicki got a Slam, so that was pretty awesome. And I know... Uh, uh, Zach Reese went out and fished with a couple of folks from out of town and, and they did okay. So, uh, you know, things are good. Um, I, it seems, what was your go-to bait, uh, the other day, Pat? Mine was actually, it's, it, it, was actually a Slayer Inc. Um, STB smoking mullet. Hmm. Um, 
you know what that smoking mullet, you know which one that is, right? So one has a little bit, yeah. has greenish, silvery yeah. type color to it. And that was yeah. my go-to. I mean, it was, it actually worked, and I spoke to Chris about it. And we spoke about it when I, he, I talked to him last night, and he asked me, what were you using? And I told him what I was using. He goes, you were catching, and he was surprised. You're like, right for hitting that? And I go, yeah. He goes, I know that's a good, that's a great trout. Uh, bait, but the Reds really, really, the Reds liked it, and <laughs> it's like he was freaked out, you know, because I guess, you know, he's got his ones that he likes a certain fish, you know, and I told him, no, man, I go, the Reds were, Reds were eating that thing, man, so, so that was my go-to, and I know Wade had a different color on, I forgot which, he had molten, maybe, I think, or something, Randy had chicken off the chain on, I think, and they were hitting, you know, we all caught fish, you know, but um, it's it sort of, you know, it was one of those, like I said, Chuck, it was one of those things. They were, you know, they were picky, man. They're finicky, man. They're real. I didn't see a lot of boats catching fish either around us. You know, there were, I didn't see anybody hooked up around us. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's one of those things. It's going to be weird because, like you said, the water's going to warm up. Who knows what these fish are going to do now with the water warming up. And then at the end of the week, I saw a long-term forecast for like Sunday or Monday. It's gonna cool down again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's that time of year, man. I don't know. Uh, you know, and looking forward, looking past that to our tournament, we're going down to fish down here in uh, Flamingo. Um, I, I was talking to uh, Alex from uh, Big. Was it Big Fish Kayaking or what's what's his what's his business? I'm sorry. Alex from down south. Yeah, from Miami. Big, big, big catch kayak fishing. Yeah, big catch. That's what it was. Um, I was talking to him about just about the area because Lord knows that guy fishes it a lot, and uh, you know, got some really cool information uh, from him on on the situation down there. And um, I don't know. It's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to say the least. Um, I think that the the guys that go down there blind and just go after it maybe in for a surprise that's all i'm saying <laughs> because i got inside yep. information from him and i ain't sharing it on the radio show i'm gonna share it with you of course <laughs> off the air but it could be it could be very very interesting let's just say that of what takes place down there uh yeah so but, you know, I was talking to him a little bit about peacock fishing because, man, I'd love to stop on the way down and, and knock that off my list of things to catch. And, uh, you know, it's um, – he he was telling me that I might – we might would want to stop just north of where he's at and give it a shot there because it's been, it's been a little bit more consistent than down by him. So – you know, I, and I asked him a couple questions, stuff, stuff like, uh, you know, what kind of flies should I tie or, you know, what are you throwing for him, that kind of thing. And uh, I just want to give him a quick shout-out, man, and tell him I really appreciate all the information that he gave me. And I look forward to putting it to good use. That guy, man, I'm telling you. And he was tell actually, you know what was sounded really cool that he says they do all the time? They do uh, primitive sure. camping when they, when they go down there. And so they go down to Flamingo, right? They do, this, they do primitive yep. camping where they, they paddle out. It's like 18 miles or so uh, one way. They paddle out. They get to the island or whatever. They camp, They set up camp, and then they go look for bonefish and permit. Yeah. Yeah, those guys and, do it out there. They, Alex just did it recently. Yeah. Just, and let me tell you just what. Just did it, yeah. Let me tell you what. I can go for a camping trip where you wake up in the morning, and rather than looking for reds and trout, you're looking for bonefish and permit. I think I think yeah. I can handle that. I think that wouldn't that wouldn't hurt my feelings at all. And I'll be the first one to I'd be the first one to admit it, bro. Yeah. I will bring some shrimp. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. For those, when you do those kind of trips, you got it. I mean, those aren't those aren't everyday trips. And then the the whole thing is there about those trips. So you have to do them now, or you do them right before winter. You do them in the fall because what. The, the thing is, in the summertime, you will get carried away by mosquitoes. There's no way you're going to camp on those islands in the summertime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yeah. You told me that before, 
And, uh, you know, I just, I think it's something that we should maybe think about trying to, to do, maybe not necessarily this, this winter, because, I mean, we're, we're rapidly coming to the end of it, but uh, maybe next winter or something like that, or next fall, we try and plan a trip like that, maybe get a couple folks from Space Coast Kayak Anglers to, to get involved and, uh, you know, get down there and do it, because it just sounds awesome. I mean, and, oh, and then we were talking, because I know you told me there's sharks everywhere in Flamingo. Yeah. So I was talking. I was talking to. I was talking to Alex about that too, and he goes, "Bro, he's like, there are thousands of sharks down there." And he says, "You'll you'll be you'll be pulling along on a flat and look over, yep. and there'll be a ten there'll be a ten footer in two foot of water just cruising." And I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. He's like, "Yes, I'm telling you right now, it's the craziest." That's thing. why. That's why I was telling people. I was telling people that are going down there. I was sort of saying, "I go, be careful." You know, I wouldn't do it. Personally, I'd be careful if you wade down there, if you get out of your kayak and wade. That's one of those places, Flamingo, you do not wade too much down there. I mean, there's just, there's huge sharks on those flats. <laughs> yeah, and then he also said, too, that the bottom can be really soft at times. So, um, yeah. yeah, you want to be careful with that. But um, looking forward to that trip, man. It's going to be a riot. And, uh, you know, we've got a, a pretty good group of us local guys going down there. Um going to be fun it's going to be like our version of a boondoggle since you know most of us aren't going to the boondoggle i don't think anybody from our group with the exception of uh steve uh mcinerney is going up to the boondoggle but um should be fun should have a great time oh what else is going down what else you got going on peppy that's about it man right now i don't got that's my next event coming up is that and we got the old Florida Festival, and then we got that tournament. That's that's what I got going on, um, you know. So it's just pretty much preparing for that stuff. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, Tammy. That's, that's, T- Tammy Wilson just uh, sent me a message, and she uh, wanted to let everybody know that there's a cleanup Saturday morning on BioLab at the BioLab boat ramp at 9 a.m. Um, so if you guys are in and around the uh, Titusville area on Saturday morning and you want to help out do your little cleanup, I'm sure Tammy would greatly appreciate you showing up. I think I'm going to, by then I should already be over in Apopka because I'm going to be over there all weekend. Um, KBB Outfitters will be open-ish. Tom and Lynn, I guess, will be manning the store uh, while I'm in uh, Apopka. So if you come by and you need something, just let them know and they'll, they'll do their best to help you out with that um what was i gonna say uh are you staying over there are you coming back no i'm driving back oh you are yeah i'm yeah i'm driving back i'm not gonna stay over there um i got with the puppy and and the kids and everything else i just yeah i'm just gonna come home it's kind of sucks having to drive back and forth but at the same time um i like my bed I like to sleep in my bed when I can. And, you know, the following weekend I'll be sleeping on a cot. So (laughs) I'll, uh, I'll take what I can when I can get it now. So, but I'll tell you, Oh, Oh, there's something else here. Here's something we thought about. Um, I guess we could probably talk about it. Let me, let me see. Let me ask Randy English. I know he's there in the chat room. Randy, can we talk about what me and you discovered the other day? I'm waiting for him to, to pop up there in the chat room and say something. Folks, if you don't know, if you're listening to the show and you don't know um, about the chat room and, and calling into the show or whatever, uh, you can just log into the chat room using your Twitter account, Facebook account, most of your social media accounts. And then also, too, if you ever want to call into the show and be a part of the show, feel free to call us at 714-816-4727. If you're sitting at your computer, jot that number down. It never changes. It's always the same number to call in. Seven one four eight one six forty seven twenty seven. But there you go. Let's see. Go for it. Okay, cool. So Randy and I were talking the other day um, about uh, you know natives and hobies and all the different all the different boats or whatever. And then I told Randy, I said, "Listen, man, I I don't know what what made me think of it, but and and you you may you may appreciate this, Pep, because I." It, it's something to do with the uh, the new native Slayer propel. So, in the Hobie, we have uh, Mirage Drive leashes that we can attach to our Mirage Drive when we're making beach entries or beach 
you know, uh, uh, recoveries. I don't know that you guys have leashes yet on the market for your, your drive, but what Randy and I figured out, which would work really, really well and be very cheap to do it on your own, um, is take uh, two of the native gear track sliders, the little, you know, little black sliders, and run a pad eye on top of that on those two small tracks that you have that are just forward of the, the propel system. Uh-huh. And run a bungee, just a piece of bungee like you'd use for your paddle keeper or whatever, through one of the holes on the propel system itself. You follow me? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. That's pretty, yeah, that, that worked. Yeah, because here's the thing. If you come in, if you, if you do, go to do a beach, let's say, re-entry or landing, and you get turned sideways and, and your propel system is, you know, leaned up in the forward position, and that boat turns over, you're going to lose the drive because it's going to snap oh, those yeah. little plastic pieces. And then once it – because once that thing hits the bottom, it's just going to shear those two plastic pieces. So then you're out of drive because chances of you finding it once you flip and all that crap is a slim to none. Um, yep. At least this way here, if it does snap, it's attached to the bungee that's still attached to the, the actual uh, gear tracks that are in front of the system. So it's inexpensive. I mean, what, I think the pieces and parts of it would probably run, I don't know, five bucks, something like yep. that, to put, it, to put it together. And, you know, for a five, little $5 investment, if you're going to be going somewhere where you may dump the boat, like in the surf or whatever – um, then, uh, there you go. So, you know, yeah, I just, work. yeah. And it look, it doesn't look bad when you have it on. Like if you were to put it on when you go off the beach or whatever, it's not in the way. It's just, it's just a bungee. It's not a big deal, you know? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that that, I think that that makes, makes life a little bit easier and kind of gives you a peace of mind that it's not gonna, you're not going to lose it. I think Brandy's going to, going to try and use it if we can ever convince him to go off a beach somewhere. But, uh, you know, I think that, uh, it's something that's definitely a, a viable, uh, piece of equipment that you guys might would like to use on your boats. I don't know, but cause I, I, yeah, that's my that's biggest a, fear. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. That's yeah. my biggest fear with the, with the, with the, uh, Hobie is coming back in or leaving off the beach and rolling and losing the freaking, uh, Mirage Drive, which is five hundred yeah. plus dollars to replace. Yeah, you know exactly. What I was going to tell you the same thing with the with the native one. It's it's like a four hundred dollar drive. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like I'm not losing that thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you know, I don't know. I was like I said, I was just sitting. I was sitting at the shop the other day, and we were demonstrating the propel for somebody, and uh, pulled it out of the the down position, put it up in the up position, and I'm sitting there looking at it, and I said, you know what? If this boat goes sideways in a, in the surf and turns over and that drive hits the bottom, or maybe not even has to hit the bottom, just the force of it going over, it, I bet you it would shear those plastic little pins that hold it in place. Yeah. So there you go. Hey, see, I, I look out for you guys, man. I'm not, I'm not all <laughs> out, you know, to the point to where I, I don't think about that kind of stuff, man. I mean, Woody's my boy. Everybody knows that. I mean, I, I you know, brand specific, whatever. I don't care. You know, what suits exactly. me suits me. What suits you suits you. And, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, exactly. yeah, there you go. So, you know, check it out. I think I sent Randy some pictures. We took pictures of it when we put it together. Uh, maybe Randy will post those pictures up on Facebook or something, or I can do it, whatever. Um, probably I would actually prefer for, for Randy to do it than for me to do it. But, um, yeah, there you go. So, um, and then heading to, oh, don't forget too, uh, Sea Deck. I think they're still running their their um, their contest, are they not? Oh, got a contest going on. Yep. Yeah. So check out Sea Deck on Facebook. Um, if you if you guys haven't seen it yet, um, let me tell you something. Sea Deck is a, a life saver. <laughs> it may not necessarily save your life, but let me tell you what it makes life a heck of a lot nicer when you're out there on the water and you want to stand up, does it not, Peppy? Oh, yeah. That stuff is, yeah, that stuff is easy, 
easy on your feet, real easy on your feet. Yeah. I, I will I mean, tell you this. I, I learned this the other day. While it's very easy on your feet and, it's, and it de- definitely deadens noise on the deck of the kayak, if you should just so happen to drop a shad fly with heavy dumbbell eyes onto the sea deck, it will bounce. <laughs> and we usually <laughs> when it, and, and just for whatever reason, it will inevitably, if you're in a Hobie, end up down the hole where your mirage drive is. So uh, <laughs> I, I lost a shad fly that Tammy gave me just by doing that. I was trying to tie it on and I dropped it and it went boop right into the water, right, right down the, oh. the mirage drive hole. So, but no, it's awesome. Um, I love my my sea deck. I've got it on my current PA, which won't be my current PA after Friday. Um, but you can come by and see it at the Apopka Old Florida Outdoor Festival. I will have that boat uh, in the booth, and uh, you can check out the sea deck that's on it. Uh, I got my new Hobie coming. Hopefully, I should have it for the uh, the deck before the tournament. So uh, it's on its way. So excited about that. <sighs> he, uh, you're gonna have C deck on that one, you think, before before the tournament or not? Probably not yeah, before yeah, yeah. the tournament. No, no, right? no, yeah, 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 yeah. I will, yeah, I will. I, I talked to uh, to Jason on Facebook and we were, we've been okay. back and forth a little bit, and and I told him, you know, we're going down there for the tournament, whatever. It'd be a good idea to have it in the boat for that. And he was like, yeah, absolutely, no problem. So, um, we're gonna work on getting that done, and then, uh, you know, I was trying to get a vector image of my of the shop logo to. Uh, to put the KBB outfitters on the, on the C deck this time. Um, Heck so yeah. I don't know if, yeah. I don't know if it's going to work. Uh, he said he can maybe use the, the laser deal to, to cut it into it, but I, we'll, we'll just see what happens. If not, I'll, I'll go awesome. with the red fish again. Yeah. But it would be awesome to have it for sure. Um, yep. And with that, be, with that being said, uh, we're going to be doing uh, a couple of contests on Facebook upcoming. I just did one for the Super Bowl. We're going to do another one uh, probably in another couple of weeks. Um, we got – oh, that's another thing we got going on. Alex uh, Gritschke is going to be doing a seminar at the shop this month, and I don't think we've finalized the date yet. Originally, it was going to be the last Saturday of the month, but um, we, we need to revisit that and figure out what date it's going to work out for him. But he'll be doing a, a kayak fishing seminar there at the store, um, and also, too – Thank you very much, Tammy Wilson. She has said, gone on record to say that if you come by the shop and you buy yourself a new rod, uh, fly rod and fly reel, um, that she will give you a free one-hour fly casting lesson. So thank you, Tammy. That, that's freaking awesome. Um, and uh, I don't know, man. I'm struggling tonight. Struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was gonna. I knew it was gonna be a tough. Oh, uh, I knew it was gonna be a tough night because um, I was just. I, I like took a nap halfway through the day today. I, I think I got a little dehydrated out on the water today. It was a little bit warmer than I had anticipated it being. But um, which actually, that's not a bad thing to talk about. Real quick, let's try and do that. Um, even though it's cool outside, or it's in the low 80s or whatever, and most of the day it's in the you know, the beginning of the morning, it's in the 60s or 70s or whatever. You still got to bring plenty of water to drink, Gatorade, whatever. And uh, and don't forget to bring layers of clothes, right? Like bring enough clothes with you on your kayak to where if it gets to be 90 degrees outside, even if it was 60 in the morning, you can you can uh, you can drop down a couple of layers and and be comfortable. Today I went out there wearing. Uh, I was wearing a uh, cotton, long sleeve cotton shirt, a, sh- a short sleeve cotton shirt, um, fishing pants. So, I mean, I was bundled up like it was going to be kind of chilly. Uh, and with the fog, it was nice because at least that kind of kept it a little damp, you know, so it was kept kind of yeah. cool. But once that fog burned off, oh, it got hot. <laughs> it got hot quick. Oh, yeah. And, and I was sweating bullets. So, you know, it was nice to be able to take off the one shirt and just have on the T-shirt. Um, and sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. Um, unfortunately for me, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it, but I, I'm going to have to go to the dermatologist soon. I've been finding a few spots on me that I, I hadn't really noticed before, and I'm sure they're going to be doing some cutting on me. So um, 
get yourself to a dermatologist if you spend a lot of time out in the in the water and uh, get yourself checked out before the the really hot part of the year rolls around. Randy English says bring plenty of PBR. That works. There's water in that, so that that, that works. Um, <laughs> the main ingredient is water, so. You know, we can go go with that. And I'm sure that uh, Woody would probably agree with you that that would be that would be an acceptable beverage. You know what someone should do? Somebody should fill a gallon jug, a gallon water jug full of PBR and try and pass it off as uh, as his uh, your gallon of water for the tournament. (laughs) Uh, Woody was stealing from you. He probably would. He's like, I'm going to need to confiscate that, you know, but, uh, and grains. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, the grains would give you protein and and give you some vitamins while you're out there too. There you go, Randy. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't know, man. We're nearing that hour mark and whatever. That's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We we pretty much covered everything that's going on. The whole stuff. I mean, sure. uh, any, Any other tournaments coming up? Not that I know of, man. There's, I well, you got. I don't know what's going on. I still haven't heard, Chuck, what's going on with the whole Grand Slam Bates tournament. Zach probably knows more than we do as far as that. It was going to turn into a CPR tournament, but I don't know. I don't know what happened with that. I know he got he got a lot of grief from us and Tammy and everybody on that one. So I don't know what finally happened with that, though. I'm not sure. <laughs> Zach Zach sent me a message on Facebook which I will not read on the air because I don't want to make Zach mad at me, but I, honest to God, couldn't understand a word that child said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm going to have to call you when we get off the air and I have to read this to you because my, I'll I'll, I'll put it to you like this. My response to him was what with a question mark. (laughs) And and I said, reread that and ask in English. Because, I did. I, I just. I, I. couldn't decipher what he was saying, but it had something to do with the tournament. So <laughs> I got that. You much just out couldn't of it. tell if it was CPR or what he was trying to tell you. Probably on it, right? You can't. You couldn't tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was asking if I should, if I, if he should still fish it or something, and I don't know what's going on. Um, it, it was a little, a little, little crazy. Uh, oh, sorry about yeah. that, Zach. Threw you underneath the bus, buddy. But that, that was horrible. I mean. <laughs> oh goodness! So, <laughs> uh, you should have your girlfriend proofread your messages before you send them out on Facebook. Oh man, <laughs> uh, that's horrible. Uh, Shad Derby. There you go. Shad Derby is Saturday. Lots of seminars and talks. And if you want to learn more about shad fishing, you should show up. Is that going to be at the Jolly Gator, Miss Tammy? Uh, look at Dean. Dean Zimmerman's in the chat room. He's trying to cover for him. Uh, no, it, it matters not if he typed it on his phone. The, the words themselves were just were just they didn't go together. Like it, it made absolutely no sense whatsoever. Uh, free food, uh, and it is at the Jolly Gator. If you're not familiar with where the Jolly Gator is located, you can't miss it. It's right off of uh, 46. Um, Take 95 up to 46, 46 towards Orlando area, and uh, it's on your right-hand side as you go over the big bridge. So stop on by there. It'll be a good opportunity to learn about shad fishing, and I'm sure you'll learn some other things, too, along the way. Get to eat for free. I think they're doing barbecue, um, which, you know, Captain Tom Van Horn told me, he's like, hey, you want to come out and do a kayak fishing seminar and you want to eat some free barbecue? And I was like, do I want to eat some free barbecue? Yeah, I want to eat some free barbecue. And then he told me it was Saturday. <laughs> I'm, like, oh, I'm not going to be around. But uh, so with that being said, cool. There you go. There's a whole bunch of things for you guys to do this weekend. Hopefully we'll see you out there at the uh, Old Florida Outdoor Festival. If we do stop on by, um, I'll give you a uh, – tell me that you heard this on the show. And I will give you a, uh, a coupon for KBB Outfitters, save you some money there. Um, and then uh, I'll only extend that to people who tell me that they heard the offer on Kayak Fishing Radio. So uh, with that being said, Peppy, you want to you wanna roll us out of here, man? We can get on with our evening. 
Uh, yeah, give me give me one second. Also, um, another thing that I was gonna what was I saying? Um, if you guys go to if we go out there to to um, Apopka too. If you guys go out there to Apopka, we could all go to Steve's house, man. Afterwards, Steve lives right there. Steve Chapman, man. Steve Chapman, you want to throw a little party for us over there, man, at your house? Hey. Oh. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. We can raid. We can raid the Steve Chapman garage for all his Sabeel yeah. stuff and whatever else he's got. Heck yeah! Stuffy. I want to hit. I want to hit. I want to hit Steve's garage, man. I want to see what he's got in there. Uh, <laughs> you probably don't want to see what he's got in there. We'll never leave. Man. Oh yeah, we're right. Just back the truck up. We'll take the Hell's Bay. You know, he doesn't really need that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. Yep, but um, all right. Let me uh, thank my sponsors here. Um, uh, Native Watercraft, Aquabound Paddles, Orca Coolers, Harry Goods Outdoor Shop, Slurring Coolers, Tackle Webs, Hook One, Jack Attack, Kayaks by Bow, KBB Outfitters, and Tailing Toads. Fantastic. And then, uh, of course, as always, I'd like to thank my sponsors and my supporters, um, Hobie. Hobie Kayaks, Orca Coolers, Tackle Webs, Railblazer Yacht Gear, Ego Nets, ENO, Bending Branches, uh, Slayer Inc. Lure Company, KBB, KBB Outfitters, Real Adrenaline, Energy Drinks, Adventurous Custom Rods, and, of course, all of those lovely companies who have decided to do business with us over at KBB Outfitters. I can't thank you all enough. Um, we've got – I'll tell you what, man. We've got, some, uh, we've, we've got some good inventory in there. So if you're out there and you're looking for some new uh, fly fishing gear, you're looking for, you know, stock up your current fishing gear uh, selection, feel free to stop on by KBB Outfitters located at 410 South Hopkins Avenue in the historic district of downtown Titusville. Um, also, too, uh, if you're in the south end of the county, stop on by Richard's store down there at Harry Goods Outdoor Shop. Um, Richard's a great friend of mine. He does a great business. He's, their family's been in business. I think they're the longest continuously running uh, tackle store in the state. So uh, got a great selection of all things fishing, man. And he just did a really nice uh, re- revamp for the shop. So um, between the two of our shops, I don't think you can go wrong, man. Stop on by, check us out. And with that being said, as always, take a kid fishing, have fun out there, be safe, and uh, go catch a shad. <laughs> all right, man. We'll, we'll talk to you guys later. Take it easy. Uh, God bless and be safe. See ya. Give me the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish and the perfect fly rod yeah. and get ready for some magic. What an awesome eat, I got one. Oh, damn, I got him. You got it. I got him. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? 
Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Give me the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish. And the perfect fly rod. Yeah. And get ready for some magic. Awesome eat! I got one! Oh, damn, I got him, you got it. I got him. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. <laughs> <laughs> 